0: Uh, i'm edwin
1: and
2: i'm jocelyn and this is the The long Long overdue
0: Overdue, a show about libraries
2: and each episode will feature a special guest in a short conversation
0: focusing on the soros library and beyond today's guest is victoria Contreras, our hot off the presses archivist of the big bend she joined Soros in May and has hit the ground running in getting our archives usable and researchable. Plus, she has brought in such a fun and positive attitude in making our archives um, representative of all people and the vast and complex history of our region. She is originally from El Paso and earned her Master's in Information Management and Preservation from the University of Glasgow in Scotland.
2: Victoria, awesome. welcome.
3: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah.
0: Happy to have you here.
3: How long were you in Scotland? Um... A little over, about two years. Cool. Cool. i was just curious. I hadn't had a chance to ask that <laughs> before.
0: Did you have like a little bit of a culture shock going to and coming from? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I,
3: I don't know which one was more intense. <laughs> like getting over there and suddenly experiencing humidity for the first time. Like really for oh, the first time yeah. in my life. Or uh, moving back and then losing all humidity.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, because you, you were El Paso, Scotland, and then back to Alpine-ish? At that time, yeah. Crazy. So yeah. To me, it was a shot yeah. coming from North Texas to here, and how dry it is here compared to there. So I can't imagine. You must have been like melting.
3: No, thankfully no. it was the fall, so it, oh, was, okay. it was cold. And I loved it. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's Until pretty great. That's, pretty awesome. that's cool.
3: Yeah. Now we'll get to our topical questions.
2: Yes. So since you're an archivist, mm-hmm. anytime we say library, feel free to replace it with archives um to me they're interchangeable I don't know if that's I know that's not the way that you feel as an archivist um I know they're separate but so many normies people not in the profession (laughs) view them in the same way so I think that's kind of how we'll frame our conversation today if that sounds okay to you
3: yeah it's fine and honestly I kind of see them as like Converging circles. Yeah. So in my head, they often go hand in hand. Or Absolutely. Things that affect one always affect the other, mm-hmm. at least okay, in cool. my experience. We're on the same page. <laughs> I nice. Love it. Do you want to get us started?
0: Yeah, sure. So what do library slash archives mean to you?
3: It sounds cliche, but I have to say everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean this, at least not entirely in like the mushy, sentimental way. I mean it in, it's whatever you need it to be at the time. Like I look back at my life, and I know I've used libraries as a refuge, as an inspiration point, as a meeting point, as pretty much anything I ever needed. I was I could always find there wherever I was living, and it's kind of the same way with archives, um, just a little bit further back, <laughs> a little bit more removed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I've i can't think of a moment in my life in which i wasn't in a library for some reason or another hell yeah, yeah that's
0: i love true. that <laughs> that's, that's one heck of a way to put it yeah i like that a lot honestly
3: i don't know i don't know that i've ever
2: thought about that but seriously like growing up you use the public library and you use your school library and it's it's so many things to so many people but for us as people who love the library like i'm sure it was a place where we first discovered literacy discovered our love of books but discovered our love of being somewhere and not having to spend money to be there like yeah then when you go to college you're always using your college library and then now we're working in libraries so literally every aspect of our lives has been impacted by libraries
3: yeah and being able to do a bunch of things that you wouldn't assume you can do in a library Mm -hmm. right like even back in the 90s there were constantly events and activities to do that Sometimes it had nothing to do with books. Oh yeah, and it was still a blast being mm-hmm. able to do that there for free. Yeah, with members of a community. Yeah, like um, I remember summer reading, like the lizard guys
2: not not lizard people, <laughs> people that had lizards and snakes and stuff. Do y'all remember oh, okay. this? Okay,
3: herpetologist.
2: Herpetologist. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, 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 I was like. <laughs> What? When, well, yeah,
3: when the lizard people would come visit me. You <laughs> know what it is? That didn't happen to you? No. It's like everyone starts rolling away from the <laughs> yeah, table. And they're like, oh, she's not already. Right.
0: We're officially sponsored by the no, lizard no, no, people no, 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 no. Um,
3: this went Doctor Who really quick.
0: Yep. <laughs>
2: But when the herpetologist would come during summer reading, and, like, that had nothing to do with literacy or reading. I mean, it had to do with learning, which is, of course, involved in libraries. But, like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. There's so many things that libraries do that are not necessarily focused on
3: books. Oh, and I'm wrong. It could also have been a herpiculturalist. Now, what's the difference? Difference. Differenced. What's the difference? (laughs) Herpetologist is someone who actually, like, studies herps, so um, reptiles and amphibians. Um, more academically. Okay. Um, and herpiculturalists are lo- those who just love having herbs or I love they were dealing with lists. herbs and raising herbs. Yeah.
2: Because they, they were the kind of people that um, had lizards and snakes and stuff and then would just do like um, outreach, essentially. Oh, cool. I don't know that they were studying them. Um, I think they just liked them and liked showing them off.
3: And again, it's one of those Venn diagrams that mm-hmm. they could easily have mm-hmm.
0: been both. Oh, absolutely. Definitely.
2: D- the character that they were playing for sure was like, lizard lover. <laughs>
3: I shouldn't say that. Anyway. I'm just trying to imagine it, and there's so many different images going on. Yeah.
0: So we are sponsored by the Lizard People. <laughs>
3: okay,
2: so knowing that libraries have, and archives have impacted every step of your, every part of your life, growing up un- unto now, what does our library mean
3: to you in that context? It's a new chapter. Yeah, and love that. <laughs> I actually, I hadn't thought of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an opportunity to to have a new version of myself yeah um it's not only just where i happen to work but it's the collections that i get to spend every moment of my day with the people i get to interact with every day and the connections that i make not just within the university but within the community and within the region as a whole Mm -hmm. like i grew up in west texas and there's so much stuff that despite being a history lover, and bef- despite being a literature lover, lover, I had no idea about. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's what the library and the archives of the Big Bend have, so far, most contributed.
2: I love that.
0: That's definitely a very, huge like, historical site. Like, a lot of people really come to the archives just based on the amount of history mm-hmm. that we have, mm-hmm. like, in there. So I I think yeah that's that's a lot to look into even if you're someone who likes this stuff a lot like it's a lot to sift through like oh my god there's so much I'm never going to okay. run out of the information right. I can find here.
3: It's literally like the physical representation of Wikipedia diving <laughs> when you just like click on like that link that link, link and, and just, just like going. 5 hours later yes. you're like oh I forgot to eat sleep everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like but I found all of this out. Yeah.
2: Um Kayla, who will be a guest um, in the next coming weeks, is doing her um, thesis, mm-hmm. and she is studi- she's getting her master's in history, and I think you guys have worked together to help her find some stuff in the archives that's been helpful for her on her project, um, and there was this one like pamphlet or booklet that she found, did she show you this, that was like... Um, reasons for something something and then you open the pamphlet and it's just blank pages like it was anti whatever the idea was it was just blank pages and i think she found that in the archives um i couldn't stop laughing i I have not bumped into that one yet i'll have to
3: get the title and um have
2: her show it to you because oh my god you you so funny
3: bump into some crazy stuff (laughs) yes (laughs) and some stuff that you're like i get that this was normal for the time but it is hilarious Mm -hmm. from like this perspective and i was like okay
2: i love looking at historical ads seeing what used to be sold what and like the uh, persuasive devices that were used to get people to buy it like um lysol is a good example lysol Mm -hmm. do you know about this that lysol used to be marketed as like a Feminine wash Cleanser
0: No I didn't Bitch oh, that's God. bleach No <laughs> yeah, <run.
2: laughs>
3: No way Yeah
2: Lysol
0: Canceled have
2: yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> you See like old ads that are like, does your husband not love you anymore? Like, that's what it's saying. It's like buy Lysol.
3: Like I'm exaggerating, but only like a little bit. Like they are some dark sided ads. But I love knowing that because like someone who doesn't know that can like look at the old ads. It's like, oh, I guess like they're insinuating that the husband will leave them if they don't clean enough. Or <laughs> it's like, nope, had nothing nah, to do with and
2: that. It's like that, like legs in the ad.
3: Like you know how they want
2: you to use it. Oh no. What is it? Uh-
0: I I've been looking through the the microfilms you had asked me mm-hmm. to look through for the professor, and a lot of the ads there are like cigarette ads. Yeah. But specifically, yeah. what they always say is, "Cigarettes don't get on your nerves." And there's always the guy, and there's like a woman in the back, and I'm like, "Dude, what?" Wait, it, is that
3: saying that you need to smoke so your wife doesn't annoy you? I don't know, but I'm just like, dude, what? Don't get married, just smoke. <laughs> Jeez, and it's like. I Every love
2: sec- the ones that are like for your health. Like before, we knew cigarettes were literally deadly. Like those are always funny. Uh, I
0: I also think of the old battleship board game box. Why? Because it's a it's a, it's the dad and the son playing battleship, and they didn't need to do this. But in the back, you see the mom and the daughter washing the dishes.
1: No. <laughs>
0: and I'm like, wow that that would that would not. Lie at all today? And
3: those are being also canceled. I'm going to be extra intense next time I play War. <laughs> like just. I'm in going to make my husband do the dishes while I play. You're going to pose for that? Yes. <laughs> oh no. Oh jeez. You're right. They did not need to do that. Why did they do that? I
0: don't know. But those are ads. Those are historical ads. Yeah,
3: clearly, that's. So, son and father needed a sandwich before or after their game that's
1: so
2: embarrassing <laughs> on so many levels i hate it you okay know, like,
0: seeing those seeing those old-time ads i'm like wow we we've, we've definitely come a long way from a lot of that hopefully jeez <laughs>
2: But have we? Like, if, Question. Okay. Uh, yeah. we <laughs> On our next topic. A
0: lot of our TV,
2: but we recently got, my brother got for us, YouTube TV. Okay. And there's ads on YouTube TV. Yes, there are. Disgusting. I never, I never see ads anymore. And so now it's started, like, the ads play, and I'm like, what is this? And, like, even though there's not, like, that overt sexism, it's still kind of there.
0: It's still, like... Mm-hmm. Now, now they know to hide it yeah, a little bit exactly. more, but it's like, dude, it's you can still, still the still same idea.
2: It. Yeah. Like, there's this pledge commercial that I saw, and it's like, it's a woman cleaning. I'm like, come on, can we be creative, please? Make a <laughs> robot clean? Like, I don't know. I don't right. think we've, well, sure, we've progressed a little bit. The, the women are not in the background of Battleship <laughs> anymore. <No. laughs> However,
3: I think we can still improve. Yeah, I just want to attach a pledge bottle to my Roomba. Like, oh like yeah, it. they <laughs> make those Roombas that do like they mop. Also,
2: yeah. I need one so bad. Yeah,
0: there's Roombas that mop now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Baby. dude, what? Yeah. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. My yeah, own. oh yeah. Never I think they're like
3: man. 400 dollars. Oh yeah, no
0: Roombas are expensive.
3: It's like Santa, I've so good this year.
2: Woo. Okay.
0: Oh jeez.
2: What question are
0: we? I think we're on that one. <laughs> that was what our libraries mean.
3: Me. Oh God! <laughs> all right, Great. so yeah, sentient well, Roombas. That's sentient what it Roombas. Does.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> now so, that I'm thinking about it, we could totally get a Roomba for our makerspace, and ha- like students could check it out to use it.
2: Oh. What do you
3: think? We'll talk about it. I like the idea, but I'm just imagining all the things that can go. Terribly the, yeah, wrong. oh yeah, the idea is fantastic. The delivery. We'll
0: see. All I, all, all I can think of is that episode in Parks and Rec where... DJ Roomba! DJ Roomba, yeah! They attach a, an iPod to the top of the Roomba. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or I've seen Roombas will uh, like run over, like, um, if you have pets, you know, a throw up or a doo-doo that a pet does, and the Roomba will run mm-hmm. over it, and have you seen this? And it just sprays it just all over. ruins the whole house. The whole, yeah. You're selling your
3: house. Yeah, you're buying a new one. You're not even selling it. You're burning it. You're,
0: you're burning it. It's no one's done. buying that. No.
3: Oh my god. Okay. Even in this market, no. One's no. That.
0: Okay. So, um, what's <laughs> your personal history with libraries/slash archives?
3: Um, for me, I started pretty young. Mm-hmm. My mom was very much. She didn't get to have. A very lengthy education. She ended up having to leave school when she was in middle school to work and provide for the family. Uh, she ended up going back and like got her associates and everything. She's awesome. Um, but she instilled in me when I was really really young that learning was everything mm-hmm. and reading was everything. And even before we started going to libraries we would always buy like children's books in both English and Spanish and have them at home. Um, but I was still like definitely in elementary school, but I can't remember what age. We started going to the downtown El Paso Public Library constantly. Nice. <laughs> like, I would spend forever, pick out books, and then buy like, or not buy, get a whole stack. And it's like, you don't need to come get that many. We're coming back. <laughs> and I was like, but I'll run out. And sure enough, I'd run out and i have to come back. I love that.
0: That's awesome. I'm
3: terrible about not... I generally don't like rereading books, mm-hmm. even when I was younger. Uh, so that didn't help. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know that I've ever reread...
2: That's not true. I have reread a Meg Cabot book. That Not like the Princess Diaries ones. Did you ever read any of Meg Cabot's books? Did you ever read any of Meg Mm-mm. Cabot's books? Um, there's this one like... Just a... Duology, I guess you would say. Just two books in this series. Uh, American Girl. Dang, those books were good. And I read them when I was, like, in my, like, goth emo phase. And, like, the main character is in her, like, goth emo phase. But then there's, like, this other, like, goth emo guy who's, like... It's, like, a very sweet love story. But it's, like, in Washington, D.C. because so there's, like, politics and stuff. It's such an interesting story. Nice. Yeah. I reread that book um, whenever I needed some comfort. And it worked. But, yeah, I don't I really reread Reread books, <laughs> gotta be, gotta be new, gotta be
0: fresh. No, I I don't think I've ever reread a book either. I think yeah. it's because like, I just already know mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. Yeah, it makes it less enjoyable yeah.
3: next yeah. time around. I'm, for sure, I'm the same way with movies and shows, much to my partner's chagrin. Mm-hmm. Like he loves rewatching everything, yeah. and I,
0: I I can't stand it. I'm very specific with the shows or movies that I want to rewatch. Yeah, like if it's like a drama or something, I'm not gonna rewatch it no. because
3: yeah, you already, already know. know how it ends. Yeah.
0: But if it's, like, comedy, so, uh, anime, so that, like, oh, I'll rewatch them, like, Absolutely. easy.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does what is Thor like to rewatch?
3: watch Oh, uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Uh, that's the main one, like... What a um, good one. It's gonna kill me. Uh, pitch Perfect. <laughs> no way! Literally. I got... Yeah, he finally listened ah. to me at one point, and watched it for the first time and he got addicted what does he like about it the music i'm assuming so because he he has a musical background okay too, okay so. cool but it's it, it, funny it's, it's honestly kind of funny oh, and yeah. it is really relevant for like how college was when we were there mm. oh yeah okay so. i love that that's
2: kind of hilarious <laughs> yeah, wow he's, have he's
3: you seen that movie strangle
0: yes actually i saw them recently okay uh recently. I it mean last year, but that's because Al found out that I hadn't seen it.
2: Does Al love it?
0: Well, they, like, Al, Katie and all of them, they enjoy those movies. And then, like, I told him, oh, I've never seen like, Pitch Perfect because it never really caught my attention. Yeah. And then, just one day, he's like, yo, I got it from Redbox. You're gonna watch it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm watching this movie.
3: Yeah, no, the first two are awesome.
0: Yeah, and then when I asked him about the third one, he's like, we don't talk about the third one. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, damn!" I
3: didn't
2: even like the first one. I'll be honest. Really? Yeah. Maybe I should give it another chance, but it just—I don't know. Wasn't for me.
0: Like, I like the movie, but it's not like a movie I would rewatch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah, I gotta watch it again. Let's go. <laughs> it's,
3: it's one of those comfort things. I yeah. Think. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. We watch Bob's Burgers a lot and
2: The Simpsons a lot as our like comfort shows. Parks yes. and Rec too. Mm-hmm. Makes its way into the uh, repertoire pretty often. We were um, Ron Swanson and Tammy too for Halloween one year, oh and it my was gosh. awesome. I'll have to show you the picture. It was um, <laughs> hilarious. hilarious.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's was awesome. fun. I finally got him watching um, Modern Family. Oh yeah, and I'm really hoping that kind of sneaks its way into the repertoire because mm. that's one of those shows that I don't mind like passively rewatching over and Love over it. again. It's like okay,
2: the humor in that show is so dry and interesting. I, I like that show. It's very entertaining. Okay. Let's get back on track. Oh, sorry. Oh, um, oh this question was for our OIT people. <laughs> How do you think libraries and systems relate to one another? I mean, we don't want to talk about that. Okay. Coolest library you visited slash coolest archives you've gotten to visit?
3: Uh, coolest archives is... Oh. Oh, um, coolest library I know, but it's kind of complicated. I've been there twice, but I've never gotten to go inside. Dang. Okay. Um, the Trinity College in Dublin. Okay. Their library is absolutely amazing. Really stunning. Like cool. All those memes you see on social media about libraries, mm-hmm. or like posts about libraries, like seventy-five percent of them have a picture of that library. Nice. And they have. Um, an illuminated manuscript there that I, it's like on my, um, what's it called? Bucket list to mm. see at some point, and somehow both times that I've been there, it's been closed. Apparently, one day it was just normal; they don't open that day, okay. and I didn't know. Next day, I planned my trip around going oh, there, no. and it was closed for construction, and nobody said anything. So God, I was like, that's, that's so sad. sad. I mean, well, like you can't. Well, you can't be sad in Dublin, but. It, it's it's really hard to be sad in Sure, oh, so yeah. like I just I have made a pint mys- or something. To, <laughs> is that how you I, say? I, I made myself very like forget it quickly. Oh, and, uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> what is the uh, manuscript that they have? Uh, the Book of Kells.
0: that sounds one. familiar.
3: Uh, it's an illuminated manuscript. I want to say from the eighth or ninth ninth century. Um, and has, like, the four Gospels and a, a bit more. I don't remember what else it has. Um, and there's a lot of controversy about it, but, like, it was supposedly written in the Isle of Iona. Um, oh, okay. And started, I don't remember if it was started by St. Columba or just, like, the St. um monks or whatever were the ones kind of in doing it from then on. Mm. Um yeah the history is kind of fuzzy muddy yeah, yeah, yeah. got moved around a lot oh yeah and there were vikings and there's a bunch of stuff um yeah. but yeah it's absolutely beautiful that's
2: awesome i love illuminated manuscripts so many of them are like christian or religious but they're still
3: so beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay there's even a cute little cartoon about it um i think it's called the secret of kells okay and it's um Visually stunning, and the music is amazing. But it's an Irish cartoon from. I Can you like spell? 10 years ago? Kells. Uh, Kells is K E L L S, I believe. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm not a very good speller, despite being an English major. <laughs> <That's funny>. um, <laughs> I'm sure Google will know what yeah. we mean. Mm-hmm. In terms of most interesting archive, yeah, probably. I know the one who, that made the most impact to me would be the Harry Ransom Center Oh yeah, UT. Cool. Um, so that's the first place I kind of mm-hmm. think of when I think of, a, of an amazing archive. Love I know it. I've been to other ones, but that's what I can.
2: It, is that related to the LBJ archives too? Or is that, I what's the Harry the Ransom one.
3: Center part of?
2: It's part of UT. Mm-hmm. I think I get those two confused. Because yes, I've the, been to the LBJ Library and archives but I don't know if I've been to the Harry Ransom Center.
3: Yeah, they're separate ones, I think, because okay. the LBJ one is part of, like, his museum and his mm-hmm. library. Um, which is, I don't know if it's housed in the same area, but they're separate sure. institutions.
2: Okay, cool, cool, cool. The
3: HRC is a building on campus. Oh, I don't know that, I, I don't think I've been there then. That's cool, it's, though. It's amazing, and they have... Uh, rotating exhibits on the first floor that cool. you don't have to register ahead of time or sign up as a researcher to see nice and it's always interesting i love that
2: mm. they have some what what are some of the things that they have there some um, of the special things that they have
3: i went there um oddly enough because i was doing research on virginia wolf okay um and ended up doing a deep dive on her their collections of her prior cool. collections. Um, and ended up finding some stuff in there that nobody knew existed, which was pretty
2: cool. There's some Salinger manuscripts there, right? Is, oh, or there's everything okay. there. Okay. Um, I think that's maybe why I, what I'm remembering.
3: <laughs> and then even one collection, one of our favorite, or one of my favorite collections here um, has another like equivalent collection cool. at the HRC. That I want to now go visit. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Count it as PD. Heck
0: yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's what I would do. Write it down. Yeah.
2: Yeah, now I'm like, why did I? Because I think I was planning a visit to the Harry Ransom Center at some point.
3: I always recommend it. It's my favorite thing to do in Austin. And
2: I, I think it was having to do with some Salinger manuscripts, but I don't know. Have a new research project you <laughs> figuring go. out why I was doing that research.
3: Actually, I might be completely wrong. Okay. But I know they were bidding for the Frida Kahlo collection. Okay. I I wanna say they actually won and got it. Oh, um, cool. but I might be wrong on that. Okay. Because it ended up being a whole debate in my grad school program about yeah. should her collection go to UT or not. I, I, like, I wow.
2: I don't know how I feel about that. I, I would I don't know. Yeah. She was such a lover of Mexico and such a person that believed in Mexican liberation. And to me, it seems like her stuff should stay near her home. But I, I don't know.
3: Yeah, it kind of. And then you get into the whole like museum repatriation debate, yeah. and
2: it's always interesting. Always interesting. <laughs> Very true. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: Okay, so our <laughs> next question: <laughs> If you had the unlimited resources, unlimited funding, what would your dream library look like?
3: I always kind of imagine it as more of a reading room,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, and the one that comes to mind is the um, the British Museum. Yes, reading yeah. room that's like smacked up in the middle and has like oh, yeah. a glass ceiling, perfectly round. And, like, it has tables towards the middle, like, bench tables, and, like, those little lamps that, like, go, like, or at least back when I saw it, it like, had the little green lamps, and then all the books around the edges. And it was just amazing. Like, I, I remember walking in there and, like, tearing up a little bit, oh. which was kind of, Oh, man.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I embraced the nerdy, yeah. in case I'm you not Yes. But... Um and then my grad school had a reading room that was similar kind of in structure but it didn't have the ceiling so it always felt a little too cramped. Okay. It like it needs the big ceiling.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've but. been to the British Museum and I had a wonderful yes. time there. It was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Next question is the hardest question. Uh-oh. Favorite book. Oh, that's slash... fair. I know. Um Slash. What are you reading
0: now? It okay. doesn't
2: have to be, because librarians cannot
3: pick a favorite book. So I can I can look back and think of books that I, at the time I thought like mm-hmm. oh this is my favorite book. Yeah. Like, um, I want to say around high school it, it was like Doctor Chicago was like my sure. favorite book. Uh, later on, uh, Good Omens is fantastic.
2: Oh yeah, with um, um by Terry
3: Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Yes, I was like Neil something. Um. Yeah, like that's actually one of the few books that I can reread and enjoy cool. every minute of it um, Actually just recently, well not that recently, a few years ago reread it Cool um, Currently I'm reading The Hacienda Okay um, I think it was just released last month or the month before it's, I'm really enjoying it so far, it's very like Mexican gothic vibes Love it, okay cool I haven't heard of that
0: book Me neither actually That's, cool. That sounds interesting for sure
3: Honestly like I never I don't really have time To like look up books anymore <laughs> Yeah So I ended up just enjoying bo- book of the month And have become like an addict Oh <laughs> I kind of like that and They just pretty much tell me It's like hey You should be reading this Oh, oh Okay thank you <laughs>
2: I like that Not having to think about it Cause so I have so many books On my to read list And I'm like Where do I start So if somebody was just like Read this one that would make my life a little easier, I think.
0: Yeah, luckily my uh, my Japanese literature class is giving me books to mm-hmm. read. Mm-hmm. Nice. So Those have been interesting. Cool. To tackle for sure.
3: And they always say that it's two separate hobbies, like buying books mm-hmm. and actually and, reading yeah. the books. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. it's Not collecting versus <laughs> learning. Yeah. yeah, like um,
2: yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. some of the best books I've read were library books, books mm-hmm. that I didn't even buy myself. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the books that I have are like books that i loved reading but i didn't own it so i was like okay i need to have that so i can like have it on my shelf have i ever picked it up since buying it no no <laughs> but on on my shelf it's right there in case i need it and i
3: i have the bad habit of like buying a book and then realizing that it's available through libby through a public library Oh yeah and then i end up reading most of it, through the libby to yeah. Owning it.
1: oh yeah absolutely
2: i mean I carry my e-reader most places with me, or Libby does audiobooks, too, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, it's, it's so nice when a book is read to you, mm-hmm. you don't have to, there, there's not a whole lot of effort,
3: and it's always <laughs> in your
1: pocket, it's nice.
3: And more than anything, like, I, I constantly feel like I have to be doing something, Sure. so being able to be working on something mm-hmm. while also reading, it's just yeah. fantastic.
2: Oh, Yeah. I love um, doing chores or exercising while listening to an audiobook. It's um, it's
0: nice. Funny enough, I actually read uh, a tidbit about that. The reason why we feel more comfortable with doing that now, and like how we used to back then, is because now we've been push towards oh you're not being productive Mm -hmm. like back then you could read a book and it it was considered productive and it still is because obviously it's an exercise of the mind you know Mm -hmm. you're feeding not just your imagination but your 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 knowledge but now nowadays we're in like this era where you have to be doing something you have to be active and reading a book is seen as something passive passive. so it's like 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 victoria says oh i feel like i have to actively be doing something and it's like you don't realize that you are actively doing something it just it feels so passive it's always pushed that it's too passive Mm -hmm. and it's like that's why there's always now there's more push towards oh just listen to audiobooks so you can continue being active active and everything i'm like oh that's
2: oh wait so maybe
3: audiobooks are like (laughs) capitalism yeah yeah it's like i I haven't thought of the negative of audiobooks (laughs) until now
0: conforming to capitalism.
2: Damn, that little Libby icon now is
3: going to be <laughs> enemy.
0: You're going to look at it every time.
2: I know, God.
0: Sorry to break your <sighs> bubble, guys. It's just something I came across.
3: Thanks for ruining audiobooks. I'm so sorry. It's fine. No, it's it, fine. And then, like, in my mind, it, like, it kind of makes me wonder if it's kind of part of an issue of dealing with, like, the devaluing of education mm. and knowledge in general, because um, like I remember when I was a kid, like reading was like the activity to the point where you had to do it according to your teachers, your parents, mm-hmm. etc. If you didn't like doing it, you had to do it anyway.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, and then I remember my parents used to get mad because like whenever I do something terrible, they couldn't really punish me, because punish me, literally all I wanted to do was read. So, then, so they couldn't really What are we going to do? Tell you to not read? We can't do that. So, yeah, it's, it kind of makes me wonder if that's still being done.
2: Well, I will say that um, whenever I was teaching, I taught fourth grade.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Big year for learning. Big year for becoming independent. Big year for realizing your own identity. We did not assign homework. The only work that we wanted them to do at home was reading 20 minutes a day. Nice. There were kids that would never do it because they didn't see the value in it. And then on the other side of the spectrum were kids that would do it and would want more. Their parents would be like, okay, they're reading, but like, what's their actual homework? And we had to be like, that's their homework. That's, that's their it. Homework. That, yeah. that's Have them read. They can read literally anything. They can read a comic book. They can read something below their level. But if they're reading, that's their homework. Yeah. And parents yeah. would be like, but they need they need to be busy at home. They need to be productive and, <laughs> and learning. I'm like, they're learning oh, yeah. eight no, hours a day. They
0: need to be kids at home. Yes. Right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's when you're establishing your whole vocabulary, your yes. identity through your perspective of the outside world. Yeah. If you're not being exposed to the outside world, then yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. There's only so much that you can do in the school day, um, but I don't think that drills or written practice or anything like that is going to improve your, not improve your personality, but de- develop you as a person, mm-hmm. um, like reading, even just for a few minutes a day, Yeah. yeah. will. So there's a little bit less emphasis, but, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to like what you're saying, where it's seen as passive. Mm-hmm. That's so sad Yeah. that I'm just not realizing it.
0: Damn. Yeah, it, 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 it blew my mind when I first saw it, too. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, geez, that's that's right, got it. All right.
2: Um, You got the
0: next question. Do I have have the next question? Yeah, I do. Okay, okay. okay. (laughs) So, uh, you actually mentioned this, but what is something notable in our collection that stood out to you?
3: Mm. It can be the library collection or Mm -hmm. in the archives. No, I'm just trying to remember the name, because for okay. some reason I always switched his name with somebody else, and I'll just go back to that. But um, recently I found a scrapbook that it's now one of my favorite items that i found so far, and it's actually a s- scrapbook that I think she attended Sol Ross for, like, a semester. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, she'd scrapbooked her experience at Sol Ross and a bunch of road trips, and it's, like, a scrapbook from the 1940s. That's and it's cute. absolutely Aww. fantastic. Oh my god! Um, and like, there's little annotations that are just adorable and hilarious, yeah. and photographs are surprisingly really good, mm. um, considering she was literally like just up in the mountains or like yeah. over in Chihuahua visiting, and That's it's so cool. it's really cool. And then just yesterday, I found a picture of the Alpine Buck Buck like when they actually use live animals as their mascots. Oh, wow. Okay. And, um, and yeah, Sol Ross used to have a wolf too. Um ah. Well,
1: I'm, what? I'm
3: pretty sure it was just a really big husky. But okay. uh, <laughs> I, <still> don't have <laughs> I, I don't want to say, I don't want to like burst any bubbles. Oh, let's just say it was a wolf. Um, uh, but yeah, like it was just a beautiful deer with like a kind of cape on him. That said, like Alpine bucks, mm-hmm. his name was Thunder apparently. Thunder, yeah, awesome. he, okay. he was beautiful, um, but he had this expression of, "This is my life," oh. <laughs> and this is my that life. was like, I was like, "This is the most amazing photo I've seen." In <laughs> what an a, in attitude! Long time. Yeah, the Baylor
2: has or had mm-hmm. the bears. Yeah, and when you would see them, it was like they were so sad. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well,
3: their enclosure was. I don't I don't know if it it's been like updated but it was pretty Their small body
2: then. and then their enclosure. It was like they didn't mm-hmm. they barely had space to like turn around. Like I can't imagine them
3: being very fulfilled. And if I, and I remember correctly, like, they would actually kind of like I guess depending on their trainer, walk them through campus. Oh. Or like I I maybe I just heard that and it's not true. I don't anyways. know. I wouldn't
2: be surprised if that is <laughs> the truth. I know they used to bring them to football games and stuff. I'm like no. that would have been so loud and Troubling for those poor bears.
3: they still do that for UT. Or at least they did back when I used to go to football games. Dang. Um, Yeah, you would have the longhorn, like, going through the field.
1: I got
2: thoughts and feelings on longhorns, period. (laughs) Because I... And maybe I have a limited understanding of longhorns, but whenever I see longhorns with horns that are literally too big for their body, I'm like, you should not... Like, you are suffering. Your life is suffering. Because that's that's not natural, right? Like, they're bred to have
3: those huge horns. Honestly I honestly don't maybe, know. I don't know. Well, I, I think I have another research project on my hands. Yep. And yeah, now I want to know if uh, Highland cows are bred for longer hair. Oh, I don't know. They're so cute, though. <laughs> are those the fluffy ones? Yes. Yeah.
2: Like, the, they have, like, long hair. Have they're you so seen
0: the, the pictures where someone, like, they, they, they gave the cow a bath? and then they blow-dried the cow, oh, and it look, looks it's all fluffy. poofy. Oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> cute. It <laughs> no. looks like those
3: little dogs that look like bears.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they look like chow-chows. It's great. Oh, my God. No, I haven't seen
3: that. Okay. You gotta... I gotta
0: show picture, it to you. It's please. amazing.
3: I'm, I'm suddenly really glad that my undergrad's mascot was a snake, because they definitely didn't carry that around campus. No. Oh, my
0: God. Funny enough... Um, when I took a communication class here, the the project assigned to our group was teach the class how to do something. Mm-hmm. And so me and it was me and two other guys and we're wondering, like, oh, what can we teach? Why can we teach how to play a cartoon, whatever? One of the guys with us works at capturing snakes and like, you know. Nice. So he told us straight up, why don't we teach people how to capture snakes? Mm. And I was like, how would we do that? And he's that like, That
2: would definitely oh. be unique
0: he's like i can bring two snakes to class and i'm like dude no way that the professor is (laughs) gonna let you do that he asked the professor and she was like and he like he he had this whole sermon for it as to why he could bring it like the snakes weren't poisonous this this, isn't that and i was like there's no way and she said yes so when i came to class when i was arching to present he has two snakes there and keep in mind i've never held a snake in my life and from one second to the other he's like oh here do you want to hold the snake and i just held up my hands <laughs> and there was a snake in my hands yeah. and one of my friends was like have, have you held the snake before and i was like no this is the first time it's happening i can't get I out you of it cool now though, right? <laughs> yeah they do yeah. they do they feel cool They're so fun that was have. definitely an experience yeah. on how to like yeah wrangle up a snake
3: did he have snake hooks too or yeah, was he, it just
0: him he used he i think he, if i'm correct he had, he had the gloves he had the bag, and then he also had the snake hook. Okay, cool. And I was like, oh,
3: hey. Do you remember what kind of snakes they were?
0: No, I don't remember them. One of them was a little bit smaller. one was a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. So, he brought the bigger one specifically for the hook to see mm-hmm. uh, what the snake would do with the hook, and it, it actually like wrapped itself okay. around it a little bit.
2: Now, why did he do this? Did he work? Because that's his job, yeah. Okay, where did he work?
0: that I don't know like the company name but he basically like if someone says oh I have a snake in my house he goes oh, okay. and wrangles it up so that instead of them killing it he yeah. can save the snake and okay, like, okay awesome. go back into the wild you go my friend like stuff I, like that I like that yeah.
3: that's nice so. I support
0: it yeah so that was definitely a, a, an experience with snakes right there so.
3: if you ever want to uh, hold another one I can bring <laughs> mine from home it's like bring your pet t- to the work day <laughs> <laughs> snake it's time. like I'm pretty sure that's not what they had in mind no absolutely not <laughs> uh, what kind of snake do you have uh we have a corn snake okay that's the yellow one right uh he's kind of yeah yellowish yeah. orange okay cute yeah he's he's geriatric he's like oh! <laughs> he's 24. how long do 20? snakes Whoa. live corn snakes aren't supposed to live very like okay about 20 years okay so Whoa. he's like or like he's I think playing a game of like 20 <laughs> years <laughs> he's just <laughs> he just keeps going and he's, he's, he's in living for the long his run. best life he's wow. doing good that's great yeah.
2: I would love to meet him. Yeah, nice. I there like snakes go. when they're not um, venomous. Poisonous? Venomous. 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 Poisonous is when you touch it and you die. Mm-hmm. Venomous is when they bite you and you die. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay, <laughs> just a few more questions for you. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, that is true. Yeah, I'm like checking the time, making sure we're going to make it to database digs on time. So we <laughs> gotta wrap. It, we got to wrap things up. I live off of tangents. Oh, same. That's what makes the show so great, I think. Okay. <laughs> First, first of our last two questions, what do you
3: love about Sol Ross? Ooh, that's good. Um, before I go on that, mm-hmm. I remembered the name of the collection that okay. I was obsessed with when I first got here. Uh, Smithers, the Smithers, Smithers collection. Smithers. And like, I actually had to use it a ton so far. Smithers! <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, uh, about Sol Ross, it's a beautiful campus yes. to start with. And that's considering the fact that I've only ever seen it under construction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh,
2: that's
3: true. It's like even before <laughs> I think Thornton had just applied for his position. Yeah. Uh when we were driving to El Paso and they're like, Yeah, let's do a detour and like drive through Alpine and see like where we'd be if we if we end up here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, that's a beautiful campus. It's like why why is everything torn up? Yeah. And then like years later <laughs> it's, it, it, it's still torn up. <laughs> yeah. Or like Actually, no. It hasn't it, it hasn't even been a year. Oh god. Look, wow. Time is just kind of a flat s- circle. So relative. Yeah. Like I feel like the last 3 years have both been 10 years and 1 year all at once. Yeah.
0: The time time flies.
2: Well, Yeah, but it flies like those evil flying monkeys in Wizard of Oz. <laughs>
1: Okay. I used to be terrified of those. Oh, yeah. I could, we would have to, I, like, fast I,
3: forward through that part of the movie because I was, like, nightmares. I actually never finished that movie. Yeah. Like, I would only see, like, little clips here and there. I could never watch it all the way through until I was already, like, past college. Like, Thornton yeah. sat me down. It's like, you have to watch like, this. It'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I will hold you your it. hand Aww, if you need it. No, i That's so nice. But, yeah. yeah. Wow. I was actually just at the replica of the house. No way. In Where is that? Kansas. Uh, so in that that would liberal Kansas
2: makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Woo, that's cool.
2: Yeah, it was nice. It was yeah. really pretty. I remember watching that movie as a kid and thinking that before that movie came out when movies were all in black and white, that literally the world was in black and white. Like, it did not occur to my tiny-ass pea brain (laughs) that it was just the film that was in black and white. I literally thought my grandparents grew up in a world without color.
0: Uh, if 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 I remember correctly, there was a study that... People actually used to dream in black and white. Because no way! Of that. Yes, that's really cool. They used to dream in black and white because of what they would see on the old TVs. You know, where everything was black and white. All the shows were up black and white. So people actually used to dream in black and white until color TV was introduced, and then people were starting to.
3: I wonder what it was like before then. Then, like I know, before like, photographs, before black and white film. I'm assuming they dreamed in
0: color. It's so, so it's so odd that that was presented in the study that...
3: That's really interesting.
0: Like, I was like, huh, oh, what? That's. <laughs> and funny enough, I also remember seeing a little, a little clip of an old news station and them switching to color on oh. air. And like, you That's see, really the, cool. yeah, one of the anchors is like, they told me to move over here because this is where the magic's gonna happen. And you literally see it go from black and white to color. And he's, he's looking at himself from one of the cameras and he's like, wow, would you look at that? and i was like oh that is that would have been i must have been so cool for like people back. Like, did you see that wow, just like the pop of color all of a yeah. sudden
2: and i know that like um nowadays when photographers and um filmmakers are doing black and white it can dictate your makeup your mm-hmm. outfits your hairstyles like um you watched wandavision right yes yeah we love one did you watch one division oh yeah yes.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> we, we knew you're one of us
2: um and the first episode like the i love lucy vibes um like if you did you watch the behind the scenes for that episode Mm -mm. like the making of like vision whenever he's like supposed to be red like his his it's green like because that showed up better and looked more red yeah for the black and white
0: that's cool episode
1: yeah
3: like i Uh, still remember when like everyone was transitioning to hd and how mm. that completely changed Filmmaking. like what kind of clothes oh, yeah. you kind of yeah. had to wear mm-hmm. what kind of makeup you have to wear all of yeah. that absolutely um, that was just what Oh, well, i don't even 20 years know. ago maybe
2: yeah right i don't know we had casey uh, bruce i don't know that you've met her yet she's uh one of the student assistants we had her on and we were talking about twilight she was like yeah uh twilight came out around the time i was in like elementary school and i was like <laughs> no do not,
0: do not,
2: do not
3: say that. Do not lie to me. <laughs> so
2: I don't know. It could have been ten years ago. It could have been twenty. Who knows? To me,
3: yeah. All um, I know is my music is being played in old, oldie stations now. Whenever so. I hear
2: songs that <laughs> I used to do in high school in that's the grocery store, I'm like,
3: we made it.
0: We made
2: it. <laughs> we yeah, survived. We survived. To be
3: fair, like considering face. how depressing a lot of that music was, that's kind of impressive. We yeah. survived. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that got dark. It's true, though.
0: We've had our dark moments on the show, don't worry. Oh,
2: yeah, (laughs) absolutely. All right, Edwin has got our last question.
0: All right, so now, what do you love about Alpine?
3: I love that it doesn't feel real. Like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) WandaVision, let's go. It's like,
3: I catch myself at least a couple of times a week. Just driving or walking around, I was like, I can't believe I live here. Okay, like it's just absolutely stunning. And like, I walk outside of my yard, and my dog is having like a club meeting with the herd of deer. Like, (laughs) where that? Where does this happen? Alpine. Yeah, like (laughs) it is kind of a fairy tale fantasy
2: place. Like, so many times we'll just like look at the mountains, be like, we live here. Yeah, the high today being eighty four. It's almost July we live here like
3: last week it was 103 we live here yeah. <laughs> i don't want to talk about that that was ugly that hurt my feelings uh, <laughs> I, you know it's true yeah, i no, could not shut up about no, how hot it was it's pretty bad i just know that like my cardigan has been so lonely in my office yes. it's just sitting there like i'm in a library but i never get used it's like you're in a library in texas you're never gonna
0: get used <laughs> yeah that's true No, you'll use it. uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, don't worry. In the fall, for sure. It's time will come.
3: Because I,
2: in the spring, I I had to put on layers in my office. It would be pretty cold. Um, It was nice. I put on a sweater last night when I got home because it was like, it was pretty chilly
3: yesterday Mm -hmm. with the rain and stuff. That was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing better than desert rain, honestly. Yes. Like, it's my favorite smell. Yeah. Like,. I don't know what plant it is that releases that smell in the desert. That like when it rains, it's just everything. It's like, oh. yeah. But I just realized I never actually answered uh, what I love about Silros, But oh, uh, in my experience, you said the campuses it was beautiful. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the it, construction is else nice. We love the construction. <laughs> <laughs> the, the signs of progress here are beautiful. <laughs> it's it's the people. Like I'm yeah. used to going to campuses, and you just like speed walk to the next place you need to go to oh yeah and here it's like you stroll around campus and wave and say hi to everybody everybody everybody. yes like i just act like i remember during my second interview for the the position that i'm in i accidentally meant met um pete wow like while walking from one meeting to the next meeting cool he was just walking around campus i'm now unexpectedly meeting the president of this university yeah was not prepared for that that, <laughs> yeah, no, happen. And that you're, was never my experience at you're any never
0: you're never prepared with how you're going to meet someone in mm-hmm. alpine mm-hmm. from the university yeah. it's always in you're like oh really like that's yeah. where i met them okay
3: i think most of like the faculty and staff that i've met overall have been at harry's Love like that. <laughs> that's just where I happen to meet them for the first time. Perfect.
0: On one of the first nerd nights I ever went to, um, that's where I met one of my professors. Nice. And like sharing a beer with the guy, and I realized isn't this guy one of my
3: professors? <laughs> I love that. Oh yeah, that that overlap is awesome. Yeah. Like, it, if um, one of my favorite things was like going pretty much anywhere. It's like oh that's my student. That's my student. That's my student. And then, like when uh, Thornton got um, our tires blew out and he got stranded in the middle of the desert, um, one of his students ended up being the truck, the tow truck driver. I so love So I was like, that. I really hope you passed him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? He goes back and slices the I know. To- <laughs> it's like he I see only one is truck. damaged. That's not okay. Yeah. No, I'm joking, joking. He He's untows awesome.
0: the truck, just takes it all the way back.
3: <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's true. In
2: my undergrad experience, I went to A and M Commerce. I met the president maybe twice, mm-hmm. um, and both times, one was at like a band banquet, mm-hmm. band banquet event that was at his home, and it was like you met him, but he was like
3: in his official capacity, so it yeah. doesn't really count. Yeah.
2: And then the other time um, was like at some other formal event on campus. So you know, you like two seconds, like hi, but like. Here you see the administrative people all the time. Yeah, like they're not hidden away; they're just hanging out. I literally walk by the president's residence every morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Say hi to the dogs.
1: Nice.
3: Yeah, That's I cool. miss the big ones that were just visiting. Oh, oh yeah, those were so cute. They were. They were dogs. But the ones that are still there are also very cute. cute. Like. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well,
2: any questions for us? Actually, yes. Oh. Oh, look at that. She said, "Yeah." <laughs>
0: I gotta it. she pulls out a big <laughs> list Ooh. Okay. I, 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 I controlled myself
3: I'm, it's just one okay. um, but I I want to know what the moment was when you guys either realized or at least thought I don't want to dictate your life but realized you wanted to be in a library or like be a librarian work in a library mm. I'll let you start because your story is probably simpler than mine.
0: Uh, Definitely. (laughs) Like, no joke.
3: Work City assigned me. Like, that's.
0: (laughs) I got on campus, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the first thing I asked myself was which job on campus can cause me the least amount of stress Stress. while I do my classes? And I was like, it's gotta be the library. (laughs) Then I found the position, and I was like, let's go. I applied for it, Cindy hired me. And it ended up being one of, like, the best places nice. I worked at, like, ever since I've been here at Soros. And I'm like, all right, I think I made a, a very good, chill choice. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was what I was looking forward to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it doesn't come with its own set of workload and whatnot. Right. right. But, like, that was definitely my mind as a student. Like, I was like.
2: Our student workers have the best job on campus. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because so, they get to work with us
0: yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) no definitely the librarians always made working at the library like a super highlight sweet because every single librarian brought their own personality Mm -hmm. to the uh to the the library and i used to joke around with like the old librarian crew that they to me they seemed like a sitcom (laughs) yeah because they each dressed differently they had different personalities and everything and they were in the same building about it and like just how much they interacted i was like dude i could see a library sitcom about this like yeah. this would be amazing yeah and it became a running joke with april and kayla to where they consider like every year a new season in the library sitcom
3: well i've always wanted like a spin-off of parks and rec taking
0: with the place at the library
3: yes. with tammy
0: that'd be amazing but yeah, no, like, Justin said, very simple answer. I was just looking for something that, where I could focus on it as well as my schoolwork and not feel like I'm neglecting one or the other. Yeah. So.
2: That makes sense. Um, for me, there wasn't really a specific moment. I knew I wanted to work in education for a long time. Um, when I took a career aptitude test when I was in school, it was, like, I think it was, like, part of the pre-ACT career aptitude. Did you all do that in school? No. Did you do that in school? Do you I, remember something like it? I'm, yeah, I remember prep courses yeah. and stuff. Um, where well you took the ACT, and then there was, like, a career interest inventory or mm-hmm. something like that. And, you know, there's, like, these clouds of, like, like those word cloud kind of things. Mm-hmm. But then it was, like... Education was huge on mine, and like in purple, and I was like,
1: oh, "Okay,
0: what?" I
2: was like, all right, I guess I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> um, and I love teaching. I love um, instilling knowledge in other people. I love mm-hmm. working with other people. I'm very social, but I like um, learning from other people. I don't know. Um, so, I initially started school to be a music teacher. Mm-hmm. Then music became really unfun when it was like my job and I was like having to practice like six hours out of the day and taking like 17 hours of classes, but like so many of the classes would have like three hour meetings once a week, but only counted for one credit hour. it was just too much. So I switched to studying English and then I realized, oh, um, when people study English, they either teach or they become librarians like afterwards. And I was like, maybe I can do both. And I thought maybe I'd be a school librarian. Um, and then I found out being a school librarian, you have to, like, teach for two years and then have, like, another specialty certificate and stuff. Um, and I don't know. I-, I taught for three years. And I just wanted to be in a library really bad. So I worked at a public library, and this is actually only my second year working in libraries, not um, school-related. So. Nice. Not really a moment but a lot of little, little things led me here just building yeah that's awesome that's a great question i don't think yeah. i've ever really thought about my journey here but a lot of side steps, <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
2: side quests a
0: lot of side quests for sure
2: those are the best ones sometimes <laughs> absolutely absolutely cool awesome i think we're ready to wrap it up we yeah. have a little sign off um we say thanks for watching and check out next week's episode like Agree. check it out so we can all say that together so on the count of three we'll say thanks for watching check out next week's episode okay Okay. you got it do you got (laughs) it do i got it i will forget we will definitely we'll try (laughs) all right ready one two Two, three thanks Thanks for for watching and check Check out next next week's week's episode
1: episode.
0: nice very
1: good thank you cool thanks